Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And we are off and rolling on a Wednesday afternoon. Got a lot planned for you today. Have one of the top Baylor golfers in school history on with us at 5 o'clock. We've got Bryce Cherry at 420, uh, who's just written a column on the Waco Trib that we need to talk about, about Colorado and expansion of the Big 12. And then, of course, we have Stephanie Sports Corner coming up in about six minutes. Stephanie will be on hand you never know what she might bring. International shin-kicking uh, competitions. And uh, could not get Aaron to participate in that. And uh, we'll, uh, we may have more on that. We have more, we'll have more on that. Uh, we also have today Big 12 coming out with its schedule for the first three weeks of the season. We now know the times. And what games, what uh, networks Baylor will be on in the first three weeks of the season. And then I also share with you the, um, oh, the September uh, 9th, that weekend, and uh, kind of what's going on with the schedule. That's week two of the college football season. The Bears, uh, Aaron, I hope you're doing well today. Uh, and Aaron's already been running with uh, John Morris. I'm sure they brought up some of this, some of the scheduling that took place. John loves to get that schedule down because, of course, he's calling these games. And we'll both, John and I will both have pregame responsibilities. Aaron will, too. Aaron will be right in the middle of this thing. Um, and we'll start, oh, I don't know, three or four hours before uh, uh, kickoff. All right? And this will be very exciting. And we got a new radio media partner now. Playfly will be in town, and we'll enjoy getting to meet the Playfly folks. Uh, that'll be uh, that'll be nice. All right, uh, Aaron. September second, Texas State comes into Waco. The Bobcats, the hated and nasty and dreaded Bobcats, come to town. That game will be six p.m. on ESPN Plus. We're in our final years of ESPN+. Plus. It will look different in this new media deal that begins in 2025, I believe it is, for the, uh, uh, for the league. ESPN+, Plus will, will, will not really look exactly like it looks now, I believe. We'll have more on that as, as things unfold. Um, Aaron, how are you with Texas State and evening game? You don't want on September 2nd anything day it'll still be hot probably you never know weather may break a little bit but uh, still probably be extremely hot for kickoff at 6 p.m that's okay that's okay uh i think that's an appropriate i mean i would have been fine with it seven just to let it get a little bit cooler but 6 p.m i first of all i don't think espn should tell you when to play 
when it's on ESPN Plus. It should be six, seven, eight, whenever you want to start, but that's not how it works. They do have a big say in this, although the conference can, you know, uh, obviously put in what it wants to do. And so I think a 6 p.m., it beats playing during the day. That would have been a horrible way to start. So 6 p.m., Texas State coming to town. Aaron, are you good with that? We'll do. We'll start the pregame. Oh, we'll be toasty. We are going to be toasty. We'll start that pregame about 2 p.m. 2 p.m. on September 2nd. Aaron, do you like that? Yeah, that's not bad. All not, right. Not too All early right. for the first week. We know there's going to be some 11 a.m. games. So yeah, well, not the first week, but for yeah, yeah. No, that is the first week. Yeah, that is the first week, September 2nd. Now next, September 9th, Baylor starts out with four home games. September 9th, 11 a.m. All right, now that's on big ESPN. That's Utah. The Utes come into Bearland. Boy, Utah, could they? I mean, they're used to that pretty weather in the mountains. Are they going to be able to hold up in the Texas heat? I mean, Aaron, by by noon, it's going to be toasty. It's going to be up there September 9th. I'd say by noon, we're going to be looking at about 95 to 97 degrees. Good good luck with that, Utes. It'll be good to see them. It'll be good to see Utah. And who knows, maybe that'll be a future conference game. Uh, but that's going to be on ESPN. Aaron, you might say, well, why not later? That's a big game. That's a marquee game. Why not later in the evening? Well, on ESPN at 6 o'clock will be... Alabama and Texas will get it on. I think that's probably Texas going to Alabama. I think Alabama just came to Austin. So that's a big one. And, of course, that'll be on ESPN at 6 o'clock that very evening. I think that's the way that thing will go. Now, Aaron, September 16th, the Long Island. What do we decide they were, Aaron? What's Long Island's... uh, Felt like we looked this up at one point. The Long Islanders will be making their way to McLean Stadium, and that will be another 11 a.m. ball game on ESPN Plus. Sharks. That's right. The Sharks. The Long Island Sharks. Now, that one, I know there's something to be said for maybe, you know, knocking out kind of a nothing game. Uh, Baylor won't be happy with that. I mean, I hope we get a decent crowd, but still, that should be a, a blowout. I wish I wish that would be a better 6 p.m. type game. You know, just let folks watch football all day, then come out and experience a nice evening. Now, there's something to be said for knocking it out, getting the game over with, start at 11. Games should be a little quicker with some of the new rules. The Long Islanders come in, and they'll be in September 16th. That is an 11 a.m. game. Aaron, so far by my count, that's three of Baylor's eight uh, record-setting eight home games, and uh, two of those are 11 a.m. Aaron, if you had to guess, how many 11 a.m. games will Baylor play out of the eight home games? (laughs) Four. I think it could be six. I think it could be as much as six. We'll get two out of the way early. Aaron guessing that of the of the next five home games that only two of those will be 11 a.m. 
Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, um, Aaron, I think you know what time it is, sir. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Oh, yeah. Mission has a nice sign-up right there on 30, on Highway 6, I guess that is. You get you get off the highway there, the Mission, there it is, up there, and they got a beautiful, call them golf cars, I think of them as carts, but whatever. Uh, that's a great, that's good-looking signs, of great signage. Um, Central Texas is one of the last places in the country that still values a good, uh, some good signage. In fact, why do we not have more ESPN Central Texas signs up around town? All right, we don't need to answer that right now. I think we know the exact answer of that. All right, uh, Stephanie, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? Well, I'm good. I'm jovial. jovial. I'm happy. I've got some schedule stuff to talk about. I love to look at a schedule. Aaron will tell you, love a good sched grid. And uh, Aaron's been studying some of these things. We'll look at some of the SEC schedules. We'll see what Texas and uh, uh, OU and, of course, what Texas A&M and what everybody's doing on the schedule. Mm -hmm. But, uh, Stephanie, that's kind of fun, isn't it, when we start kind of thinking about what our falls will look like do we think there's a chance you'll make it out to some of these uh, absolutely some of these pregame shows absolutely i'll be there absolutely in fact when you were asking aaron uh how many 11 a.m games you know do you think baylor's gonna have i said six just like you did so i looked at aaron and said booyah booyah got it so i don't know <laughs> now just because you agreed with me does not mean i said you, it before you Oh, I know. I did say it before you said it. Like, oh, I that's say, fine. Sick. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. But that's good. That yeah, is thanks. good. I pay and if I'm agreeing with you, um, <laughs> I think that I need to reassess this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Okay, now Stephanie. Yes. Tell us. Yesterday, shin kicking is right. an international sport. Now, remind me where does the shin kicking? Did you say the Cotswolds in England? Correct. What did you say? Cotswolds. That's really weird because the Cotswolds, I've been to the Cotswolds. And that's <laughs> they a beautiful little villages. No, I mean, it's just a, it's pretty little areas. And, and uh, Churchill grew up kind of on the outskirts of the Cotswolds mm-hmm. out in one of those castles out there. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did not exactly have the toughest upbringing ever. I went to see like where Churchill grew up and it was on a total like castle and estate and all that kind of stuff. But I just I had a hard time imagining shin kicking taking place in the Cotswolds. But you said this has roots going mm-hmm. back to like the 1800s. Is that right? Yep, 1850s. So yeah, it's it's big over there. They have it in the Cotswolds, Cotswolds. I guess that's how you say it, right? Olympics, and they do it over in Wales. It's just like I don't know. I don't know if they all go to the pub and say, hey, let's start. You know, let's play some shin kicking. I don't know, but it is a thing. You can see it on. You can see some YouTube videos, so. Yeah. But um, today, you were talking about football, and I saw this interview this morning. It's actually on ESPN. Um, it broke this afternoon. Story, breaking news, Aaron, and um, on the NFL Network. So, speaking of England, Harry Kane, do you know who he is? He is the captain of England's national soccer team, and he's also um, in the Premier League over there. Well, he um, is the 
considered the leading goal scorer over in England and broke his uh, broke the career of I think his name was Wayne Rooney. Yes, Wayne Rooney. So he's considered the all time best soccer player over in England. Well, he had an interview with Michael Strahan and he said that he he's only 29 years old let me say that first off that he would consider coming over to america and playing in the nfl he said he's been following the nfl for the past 10 years and his goal would have been to and his dream is to play with tom brady but now that tom brady has resigned he sure wouldn't mind playing with aaron Rodgers. so i don't know maybe the dallas cowboys need a new kicker i don't know but he is considering and would like to play in the NFL. He's also get this. Well, wait, wait a second. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no I mean, just because somebody is a great international <laughs> soccer player does not mean they'll they'll immediately be a great kicker. Now, well, it does I don't know. It, it, former soccer players do make good kickers, mm-hmm. but is there any evidence that this guy has been working at trying to kick field goals? Because if he hasn't then he's got no shot at age 29. And this seems like more of a publicity stunt than anything else. But but continue. Is there is there any evidence that Harry Kane has ever actually uh, attempted any field goals? That I, that I could not find. So you okay. have a point there. Okay. But some, you're, some soccer players, you're right, do not make good field goal kickers, and some do. But he's willing to give it a shot and see where it goes. Here's one thing that I like about him. So he um, gives back to his community, and he works with children within his community and helping them, you know, because soccer's big over there, uh, helping them with soccer. And he says, if you learn to practice and play with both feet, then when you get to the highest level like he's at, there, it'll be the difference be- between being a great player and a mediocre player. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then he started a foundation back in October 2022 called the Harry, Harry Kane Foundation. And what it does is he works with uh, charities and um, partners with them to bring attention to mental health among athletes that, you know, that is a thing out there and that, you know, let's promote it in a positive way and that there's help out there. So That just stuck out to me, and I really liked it. And I thought, well, you know, let's see. Could he make it in the NFL? Could he not? But it is all over ESPN right now if you go to the website, um, and that's a story. So I don't, you know, I couldn't find a video of him actually trying to field goal on a football field, but I did see him, you know, play some soccer. So I don't know. Who knows? But Aaron, does this this smacks of being on with Michael Strahan and playing to the American audience, right? Hey, I'd love to try the NFL sometime. Now, if he really wants to come over and make an impact, he'll do what Beckham did and come over and play for one of the MLS teams. But they can't do when somebody's that good. They have a hard time getting because it's such a lower level. Now, Aaron watches a lot of international soccer. Aaron, am I correct? Like, if Harry Kane came over and joined the MLS, would he be by far the best player in the MLS? Would it even be close? He would certainly be a top two or three player, and is that correct? It would be like LeBron going to the G League. <laughs> it really would. And, and by the way, he makes $12 million playing for Tottenham, so, so he's, that, not, he's not taking any other job. Plus, plus, uh, that's that doesn't include endorsements, which he's got tons of. He does have tons of endorsements, but I just thought it was interesting that you know he would want to play for the NFL. Like, I mean, if I'm making twelve like million that. playing soccer, why, 
why would I want to come over to the States and play, you know, kick a ball through a field goal? I mean, I don't know. But uh, here's the other thing I liked about him, Matt, is he wears a, he wears tape over his wedding ring. He never takes his wedding ring off. And every time he scores, he kisses his wedding ring hand where the tape is and he was asked well why do you do that and he said well it symbolizes and it's a symbol because i know that my family and my children my wife will be watching watching me on television when i score and that is my way of saying hey thank you for your support and your sacrifice through the years that i'm allowed to do what i love to do so i just thought that was kind of cute aaron if i remember right that i don't think wayne rooney was kissing his wedding ring too often (laughs) i think he was removing it (laughs) probably probably but uh yeah so i'd have to double check that that may be an unfair (laughs) joke but some I remember some sort of scandal involving Wayne Rooney, but we'll have to. Uh, that'll be some more research for you, Stephanie. Okay, Stephanie, that. that excellent stuff today. I Thank appreciate you. that. Thanks. You really like to dig into these stories, and there's always some kind of mental health component or or Special Olympics. I mean, you really do have a heart for that kind of thing. For, I do. For that, so that's uh, I think that's I neat. Do. Yeah, I admire that. Thank you. You know, I have a. a I have close people in my life who have suffered with depression and um, who've been at a very top level position who have suffered with depression. um, And I have, including myself over the years. And so, you know, there is help out there. There is medication and there is nothing wrong with taking medication. So I'm just a real advocate, especially for athletes uh, who are in recovery, athletes who struggle. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just real. Uh, yeah, I really Good. support those uh, charities, and um, you know, I like you. to give back. Yeah, so there you go. Well, I appreciate it. Thank and you. There, there it is, Stephanie Sports Corner. You hear it every day, four oh eight on the Matt Mosley Show. Plan your day around it. Plan your life around it, uh, <laughs> Stephanie. And there she goes, Bryce Cherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trib, wrote an interesting column today. It's up on the website. It'll be in tomorrow's newspaper. He joins us next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco, and these deals couldn't be any hotter. Shop the greatest selection of brand-new inventory in Central Texas and now get 10% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Stars and Laramies. That's right, or 2.9% for 72 months. The choice is yours. Shop our huge selection of new inventory today or browse online. Hurry in to the Memorial Day sales event going on now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Offer ends May 31st. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. It's Friday. It is. And Monday we're off. No, we're not. Why? Because we need to work. I'm not. I'm off. Well, you're off all the time. <gasps> no mental jokes. But the rest of us are working. So if you have any I'm questions mental, about foundation repair or any kind of concerns that we can help with, crazy. give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com. That's stupid commercial. We suck. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns. Hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store. It's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers.
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532. North Highway 6 Waco at HellbergBarbecue.com and on Facebook. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And uh, proud to be joined by sports editor at the Waco Trib, and that is Bryce Cherry. Uh, And uh, Bryce, we begin today... Oh, you know that sound. It is a little bit of uh, breaking news. And right as Bryce is coming on, uh, Adam Flagler has decided to uh, remain in the NBA draft. And uh, it will not be returning to school for the Bears. And a very classy tweet up by Scott Drew immediately uh, after that. And, Bryce, there was was some thought. Uh, I think a lot of people had – had held out hope that uh, that uh, Flagler might return. I had kind of closed the door on it, and then I realized, hey, people thought there's a good chance. I think he was really good at the combine. He put up some good numbers. His workouts have gone well. He's now looking like a solid second-round type pick. Scott Drew says, congrats, Adam Flagler, and thank you for all you've done 
for Baylor uh, men's basketball. Baylor's all-time NCAA points leader. Hashtag joy. Um, I'm happy for Adam. Uh, Bryce, it, it's it's not great news for the Baylor basketball program, which uh, right now uh, they brought the kid in from VCU, who's going to help them a little bit. But uh, they've, they've certainly lost more than they've gained uh, this offseason. Yeah, obviously with uh, with Flagler leaving, with LJ Cryer uh, transferring out, with Keontae George uh, entering the draft as a probable you know lottery pick. Certainly, those are some uh, some big losses right there in your backcourt. Um, and so, yeah, Scott's going to have uh, some rebuilding to do. I think you know that would be a fair way to describe this upcoming season. And. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, uh, I, I really compare the modern, um, you know, world of college basketball now as almost like JUCO ball, uh, where you are literally turning over almost, you know, half or if not more of your roster every season. I think that's kind of the way it's going to be in uh, in Division One basketball now, where you know you are kind of creating a team on the fly every season. Yeah, and you need uh, different things to do that. It's not just about being like a great program or having a great culture. It's about what can you pay? What can you come up with from an NIL standpoint? And I think that's probably what Flagler had to weigh. What what's the what you know, could I how much could I make NIL wise? And then you know what am I going to make in the NBA? And and again, is my opportunity? Am I could I improve my chances in the draft? The answer a lot of times is no. Uh, I I think he could have been such a great player for the Bears and a possible Big Twelve um, you know MVP type player that he could have improved his status and maybe snuck into the first round. But you understand why he would go ahead and uh and make this move now bryce cherry you've been uh in austin i mean you've had graduations first of all i want to give you the opportunity on here to um give a shout out to your graduate i saw a fun picture looked like you had some grandparents that had stopped by and uh, a lot of family members celebrating your graduate tell us the high school and your graduate's name yeah that's cooper cherry uh obviously uh he he graduated this past weekend at Midway. Um, he will be attending Texas A&M University, which for his Baylor graduate mother, uh, you know, uh, was not uh, was not initially received well. <laughs> but she's, you know, she's happy, obviously, for uh, for Coop, and uh, you know, I, we're all happy for him. And um, yeah, it was an exciting time, and we uh, we had a. A uh, long graduation Friday night. It was like 550 names called out there. Mm. Midway. Mm. Uh, and then had a nice party on Saturday with, like you said, a lot of family there. So uh, it was a good time. All right. Uh, well, way to go, Coop. And uh, excited for you as you head down to Aggieland. Get him right there. Tell Coop to get in that core. I'd like to see him kind of march around. We need a, ch- a member of the Cherry family to be in the core. All right, just put him, put him right in there. I something tells me that might not be the direction he's leaning. 
I don't think he would want to get his hair cut like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it did look like he had a nice head of hair in that picture. Yeah, yeah, it, you're right. You're right. Two, that's a good head of hair. Does not want to go with that number two or number one all the way across. All right, Bryce. Now, tell me, you made the trip uh, uh, Crawford perennial uh, softball team. I mean, they are great every year. They they lost to Weimer. And, boy, you were right there in the middle of all of that. Kenzie, after some early some shakiness, got rolling and really went a long time without really allowing anything. But they end up not being able to climb that hill. It wasn't so much a case of them not being able to, to hit the Weimer pitcher. It just simply they couldn't, they couldn't mount. Um, they just couldn't get any runs across. Uh, how, what was it, what was it like to be there and, and how disappointing was that you think for a team that's used to going all the way? Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it all, it's always fun to, to be down there at state. And, uh, I think it, is, it was my first time in a while. Uh, and it, you know, it was a good time. Crawford, you know, fared well, like you said, but just couldn't string those hits together. They were more like, you know, one an inning or something. And, and, then the Weimer pitcher, uh, Reagan Wick, would kind of bear down and and you know get out of the inning without anything uh, you know happening. So it, it was a good game and a good effort. Another you know really incredible season for Crawford. Nothing uh, to hang their heads about. But uh, yeah, I mean it was they matched them in hits. It was five to five. But uh, like you said, just really couldn't couldn't cash in with any runs. And I thought both pitchers, you know, performed well. And, it, I mean, it was kind of your classic pitcher's duel. Um, and what's interesting, I wrote about it in my lead of the story, was just, um, you know, they're going to be college rivals. Kenzie Jones from Crawford is going to New Mexico, uh, University of New Mexico, the Lobos. And then uh, Reagan Wick from Weimar is headed to Colorado state. So that's the uh, mountain West conference. And so they'll face off again a few times in college. Isn't that cool? Why? I mean, uh, we're talking about at that level of softball and then they're going to be in college programs. Uh, that's really, that's really kind of a unique thing. Bryce Cherry joined the Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas. Now we got some uh, scheduling news. Uh, the Baylor's got its first three games. I know, Bryce, you'll want to get your schedule together. Uh, y'all should not um, – well, I don't know what the newspaper schedule is like these days, but I always think in terms of deadline, those 11 a.m. games are great on deadlines. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the uh, Texas State game is a 6 p.m. game. What did you make of the Utes, though, that, that week two game? That'll be on national ESPN, an 11 a.m. game against Utah. That will be interesting with Utah not really used to the Texas heat coming in and playing in Waco. This is a game we've all been kind of looking forward to over the years. I, I feel like this game was scheduled in the past and they had to move off of it or whatever, and we finally get to see the Utes. And then the added thought of the Utes possibly being in the conference in future years, if something like that were to happen. Um, what did you think about that matchup? What did you think of the of that opening three-game stretch of times and, and networks? Yeah, like you said, obviously, you know, selfishly, we never complain about a, an 11 a.m. kickoff. I know I'm not the one out there uh, sitting in the stands, so I can certainly understand 
fans who in early September uh, might be inclined to say, you know what, I'll just stay at home and watch this one in the old air conditioning. Uh, so, you know, I get it. But uh, agreed that the Baylor-Utah game should certainly, I would think, draw a, a good crowd, a lot of eyeballs on TV. Um, you know, I think yeah, certainly initially a little surprised that that might not have been a primetime game. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got to fill your different windows there. And, and I think that should, you know, should certainly get a pretty good rating, you know, uh, two power five teams going up against each other. Utah's had a lot of success in recent years. And, and, uh, as you, uh, as you alluded to, you never know. I mean, they could be one of those four corner schools that, uh, might be a big 12 school down the road. Yeah. Uh, Schmaltz's free Schmaltz's sandwich to you. If you can name right now, the Long Island mascot, you can't look it up. Do you know the Long Island mascot off the top of your head? If you do, you will get a free Schmaltz's sandwich. Oh my gosh. Uh, man. Is, is Long Island the Great Danes? No, you're thinking about Albany. They, the Bears played Albany. Um, yep. Yeah, Long Island, they're the Sharks. Okay. Uh, I almost went uh, – the other thing I was thinking of, who are the Chanticleers? Oh, that's uh, um, that's up there, um, uh, Myrtle Beach or whatever. You know, that's the oh, that's that, that group um, yeah. well, that play I, out there. Know, I'll just have to go buy my own schmaltzes. So, you know, no, I'm – I'm happy to do it. I just wanted you to win uh, win it, honestly. Uh, I'm happy to, behind the scenes, take you to Schmaltz's, one of the great sandwich shops in all of Central Texas and really the state of Texas. Now, Bryce, you wrote about this possible expansion. That's up on the Waco Trib website now. That'll, I'm sure that'll be in the print edition coming up tomorrow. But I enjoyed – I am a uh, – well, I subscribe – to the website and so i read everything on the website and that's a uh, that's a really i mean it's interesting to talk about and it does seem like the colorado thing is gaining steam although it's funny with dennis dodd i i like dennis and i've read him over the years but you know he's kind of become the mouthpiece of the big 12 i mean like he really pushes some of these agendas so i gotta say i kind of I don't always immediately when I see something, uh, it's it's interesting to see how this has unfolded, how there are people that represent the Pac-12. Then there are people that really push the Big 12. But we got the, we both know Barry Trammell at, at the Oklahoman, and he doesn't just throw stuff out there. Uh, and he seemed to have a source saying the Colorado thing could happen any day now. Isn't it amazing that Colorado is suddenly – like a hot commodity, and, and again, that could signal the beginning of the end for the Pac-12. But think about when they left the the Big 12. We were kind of like, all right, don't let the doorknob hit you on the way out. If they returned, it would be one of the more relevant, exciting programs in the country for a team that went 1-11 last year. I mean, the whole thing's kind of funny, but uh, I, I I don't know. I still it's It's hard to imagine – Colorado doing this and coming back to the Big 12 but right now Bryce it almost seems like a like a 50-50 type proposition at least to me 
Yeah, certainly, uh, you know, according to those reports from, from Dennis, and then obviously, like you mentioned, Barry uh, had a source that, that, you know, said it sounded pretty imminent. But, uh, you know, Dennis Dodd reported that, uh, that Colorado and the Big 12 have had face-to-face discussions several times over the last few months and that those uh, discussions are growing, you know, more substantive. Uh, you know, so we'll we'll see. Uh, I do feel like, you know, you're right about it. You know, it's weird that Colorado all of a sudden is hot commodity, but I, I think that really speaks to uh, Coach Prime, you know. I mean, he's, uh, he's yeah. priming the fire fan base out there um that's the impact that Deion sanders brings to your program you know just from uh a, a standpoint of bringing a lot of attention a lot of buzz to the program um you know he's he's clearly uh, shown his ability to recruit he did it at a you know at a historically black college and now you know he's gonna, gonna take those talents to a power five school and you would think, you know, potentially the level of recruit that you're able to get kind of uh, goes up dramatically. So, um, you know, I think Colorado is suddenly, like you said, a, a, a lot hotter commodity for for a team coming off of a a, a one win season. And the, the big part of, of all of that is if if you're able to siphon off one of those schools, you know, it could be the domino mm-hmm. effect. You know? where, uh, you know, maybe now Utah comes, maybe Arizona and Arizona State come. I mean, Brett Yormark has made no bones about the fact that he would like to add those four corners schools. And and I just feel like, uh, you know, what I wrote was basically good for for Brett, good for the Big 12 for just being, you know, proactive rather than reactive because – and I felt like Bob Bowlesby got a bum rap a lot of times. I feel like people piled on, um, you know, and just always kind of took out their frustrations on Bowlesby. I think he did. I think he was in a tough spot uh, in a tough time in, in college athletics. And he did some good things and, and probably some not so good things. But overall, I kind of gave him a, you know, probably a marginal thumbs up in terms of his performance. But I, all that to say, I like the aggressive approach that uh, the little drummer boy, as I call him, is uh, is taking. You know, that's what I call your mark because he was a, a drummer in a garage band back in the day. So um, <laughs> he's a little guy, and uh, he's got that he's got that northeastern kind of bravado. You know, that yeah. Yankee spirit and uh you know he, he looks like he's not gonna back down from a fight so i kind of appreciate that yeah i noticed in the in that story in that column that you also credited john warner for uh coming up with that nickname john has contacted me and said he would prefer you take his name out of that he he does not want to be known for coming up with that nickname little drummer boy for brett brett is like you said kind of a tough guy and uh in fact when i brought up in kansas city i got a one-on-one with him and i said well what do you think of these burn-ins around here and you would have thought I, I brought up like I was speaking Mandarin Chinese or something. He looked around at the PR man and was just like, whoa, what, Bob, what's he talking about? This man, he's a vegetable. He may be a, a vegan. Uh, he is. Um, I'll tell you who else is like that is Coach Spolstra. 
I told somebody the other day I would like to go on a Coach Spo diet. Uh, I mean, that's a thin. That's a 52-year-old man, Bryce, who is extremely thin. And that's kind of well, our man. Your mark's probably what 57, 58, and uh, he's he's got a good look about him. A very thin man who can wear one of those European suits. Bryce, you and I have never been candidates to wear European suits, even if we wanted to. This is true. This is true. Well, when mm-hmm. you know, when you had a history as a sports writer, uh, typically the sports writer look is usually more like uh, polo shirt, untucked, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, uh, rumpled up, and 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 usually with some food spilled on it. So, yeah, uh, that's yeah. more our. Look. But uh, but enough but about certain- Catalina. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly, your mark can. Uh, he walks a good game. He talks a good game. And uh, now, I will say regarding the food thing, I do remember last year when we were kind of meeting him for the first time at Big Twelve Media Days that uh, he did sort of invite all the Big Twelve media to his wife's uh, Italian restaurant in in uh, in New York. You know, any Ooh. like any something, just let me know. You know, and. Uh, so I haven't taken him up on that, but, uh, but yeah, apparently his wife had just like a type, you know, four star type, uh, you know, place up, up there in New York. So have to check that out sometime. Let's give that a look. We'll definitely, our next trip to New York, let's go, uh, let's go try that out. All right, Bryce. Hey, good stuff. Appreciate you. And, uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Be working on all your, your Aggie yells and all that kind of stuff. Okay. You're going to have to really, really learn some things. Yeah. Growing up in Brenham, you know, I mean, I was just down the road, so I've, I've mm. been to college station. I've, I've sawed varsity horns off there at hurricane Harry's, even though I'm a good Baptist boy. So, you know, <laughs> All right, there there he goes, Bryce Cherry on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And now it's time for something we call Campus Confidential, Uh, one of the more listened to, the most listened to segments of the day. And uh, we'll break down some of the stuff going on in college football, including the new schedules that hit today. It's all next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time 
was gone in one second by 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Car has the trucks, man. They have the one for you. Crew cap short or long bed, silver, black or blue. Texas size selection, great prices too. Richard Carr, he has the truck for you. Car has the trucks, man. He has the truck you need. If you want the best truck, you want a GMC. Texas size selection, great prices too. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Proud to host it. Aaron Sexton's kind of been in the lab, as we say, and... Just in the past hour alone, we've got all kinds of breaking Baylor basketball news. And, Aaron, I mean, it's, it's, it's not all great news. And we are very happy for, um, for uh, Adam Flagler. But, uh, Aaron, catch us up to date on uh, – let's start with Flagler, and then we'll get to the latest uh, – we'll get to Jalen Bridges after that. Okay. Uh, Jeff Goodman tweeting – out about an hour ago that Baylor's Adam Flagler is staying in the NBA draft and will not use his final year of eligibility. So that means he will obviously not be returning to the Bears squad next season. Well, you know, that's the deal. I had already, I had kind of moved on. And then there were things I was hearing making me think there was a chance Flagler would return. Now, one of the things you've got to do you know, you got to step up to the plate. you got to nail the NIL piece of this. And I'm, I'm certain the Bears tried. they got too many great donors and people that are into the NIL scene to let it come down to that. I think he performed well at the Combine. He started going on these visits, started hearing that he might go uh, for sure in the second round, and just decided, hey, now would be the time to go ahead and do it. Uh, today is the deadline, if you're wondering why all this is kind of happening today. Um, man, I, I'm i really bummed. I'm really bummed just because I love the player, and I, I, I really thought he had a chance to be one of the great players in the Big 12 next year. And I ha- you, you do have to wonder if 
okay, is there any amount, is there any NIL that could have swayed Flagler? Maybe the answer is no. Uh, we, we won't know that for sure. We won't know that. I, I, I guarantee you Scott Drew and the staff made it, made it known that they would plan everything around him, and it would be about featuring Flagler. But in the end, he decided to go to the NBA. This is tough, man. This is tough. Now, help is on the way. Miro Little, Jacoby Walter. Who knows the 2024? Our man Eve's Missy, or Eve, Eve Missy, uh, is coming in. We've got a big 2023 class. And then 24. Come on, Trey. Come on, Trey Johnson. If they get Trey Johnson, it would just make us all celebrate and we wouldn't be so concerned about all this. But this is tough news for the Bear family. And Flagler goes down is one of the all-time greats. Helped Bears win a national title, uh, then became a starter for two years, and tremendous shooter, player, uh, creator. I mean, just a great clutch-type player who didn't really matter how he'd been playing. You wanted the ball in his hands in the clutch moments. He knew what to do with it. Flagler goes down is one of the great Bears of all time and the all-time leading NCAA scorer for the Bears, according to a tweet I saw from Scott Drew earlier today. Also, some breaking news about Baylor men's basketball forward Jalen Bridges. According to Jonathan Giovanni of Draft Express, Bridges has withdrawn from the 2023 NBA draft, but he is weighing whether to return to Baylor along with offers from several Australian NBL teams as part of that league's Next Stars program. Yeah, I wanted this to be the news we needed today, and it just doesn't – it's not – I mean – I truly hope, I mean, if he decides to come back to Baylor, I mean, there's so many things they could do around him, and it's big. But the fact that he still hasn't totally decided puts the Bears in a tough spot. There's a kid out there, Aaron, named, oh, I think his name's Grant Nelson from North Dakota State that has decided to stay in college, and he's looking at Baylor among a, a couple of other schools He's a 6'11", power forward who, um, I mean, put up great, had great numbers, like 17 and 10 or something like that. Good player and would be a tremendous player for the Bears. But he was kind of waiting to see, apparently, what Bridges was going to do. We still don't know what Bridges is going to do. It's tough out there, man. It's tough. I mean, you'd think he would be coming back to the Bears. But now this Australian thing is out there. It, it, this Australian thing has been more for guys that um, don't want to go straight to, you know, they want to make some money, and they'll go play like Jalen. What was that guy's name, Aaron? Jalen Green. You know, there's been some NBA players that have done it uh, and gone over there and played in that Australian league, and then they get drafted. And this is weird when you play three seasons of uh, college basketball, and then you decide to maybe go over there. Let's hope that's just kind of under consideration. And you know what? I mean, it may be him seeing uh, maximizing his NIL dollars and seeing what he can get from the Bears and seeing if he can get enough to convince him to stay. I do not think it would be great for – I understand why some people do it. I, I don't think Bridges 
that does not seem like a great decision to me to do the NBL thing in Australia after you've already been playing college basketball for three or four seasons. It doesn't it just doesn't really compute, uh, at least in my mind. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Do you have any good news? <laughs> we will we will uh, change subjects to Big 12 expansion. We've talked all week about the possibility of Colorado rejoining the Big 12. Ross Dellinger with a story today, though, about a couple of other Big 12 expansion targets. Dellinger from Sports Illustrated says, expect Gonzaga to take center, center stage this week at the Big 12 conference meetings in West Virginia. Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yarmark and other league officials continue deep discussions with the Zags as well as the school's consulting firm Navigate. Navigate is helping Gonzaga on a potential move to a Power 5 league. They will also be talking about another East Coast school, five-time national basketball champion UConn, which would give the Big 12, if both teams join the conference, the two of the premier hoops programs on the East Coast. Didn't they just meet? Didn't the Big 12 just have meetings? What are we doing? What are we going? We're now meeting again? Their meetings are uh, this week. Huh? Their meetings are this week. I'm in saying West the Big Virginia. 12 just had meetings out in, uh, oh. out in Arizona like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Apparently they're having more. All right. Well, this if it's where I think it is, does it say where in West Virginia? It might be. It just says at the, the, the conference spring the, meeting. The Greenbrier. Oh, the hallowed halls of the beautiful Greenbrier Resort. And uh, that is just right down the road from Morgantown. But it's beautiful. A lot of Baylor people have been there when they went up there to see Baylor and uh, West Virginia play that first time in Morgantown. My parents and others stayed right over there at um, at the Greenbrier. Aaron, one time, uh, one time, uh, Meredith and I went to the Greenbrier, and uh, they that was the time that a hundred-year flood moved in, and they had to bring in the military, and we we had to <laughs> abandon ship because they they lost all their power, and it looked like the power was going to be out, the electricity was going to be out for our entire stay. That was the one time. <laughs> that was the one time we uh, visited the world famous Greenbrier. So they used to have a. Uh, they, I think they still do. They have a PGA tournament there, and then teams like the oh the Saints and others have had. And I think the Texans maybe have had their uh, had some uh, training camp there at uh, the Greenbrier. It's a really neat, really neat old old world type place. Old, very old school resort. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Real quick, before we get to the break, the Cheez-It Bowl is no more. It now has a brand-new sponsor. It will now be the Pop-Tarts Bowl. The game game will be played at Camping World Stadium in Orlando December 28th at 445 Central Time on ESPN. So uh, that may be my new favorite bowl sponsor is the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Is it the Pop-Tart Bowl or the Pop-Tarts? Are we plural or singular there? Ooh, that's a good question. Let me double check. All right. The Pop-Tart Bowl. I like the Pop-Tart Bowl better than the Pop-Tarts. But we'll go either way. Aaron, while you're doing it. Yeah, Pop-Tarts. Okay, Pop-Tarts Bowl. Do you you like the the cinnamon uh, or do you like the strawberry? What's your favorite Pop-Tart over the years? I like the double fudge. Ooh, the just du- everything's ooh. basically chocolate. That's that's usually my favorite of everything. Ice cream and 
Pop-Tarts, cookies, things like that. That's interesting because I, I, in the mornings, the fudge seems a little heavy. I mean, I, I love chocolate, but I, I want to start out, if I'm going to have a Pop-Tart, I'd probably want to go with that, I don't know if it's cinnamon or what, it's, it's like a dark, it's not the fudge, though. And then they got that strawberry, not a huge, I like strawberry ice cream, not a huge fan of the strawberry Pop-Tart. Yeah, me either. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what it is. I'm not. I, even those uh, like Count Chocula. Remember when Count Chocula, the cereal, they would do one of those strawberry Chocula type deals. What are those? Who did the strawberry? And then I guess I'm thinking. Am I thinking about Lucky Charms? I feel like every once in a while, Count Chocula would also have like a strawberry type version. I kind of like the Chocula though. That, that that's that that was a uh, that was not bad. I like the Fruity Pebbles. And then uh, as I as I got a little older, the uh, the Kellogg's it was Frosted Flakes. It was Frankenberry was the Frankenberry. Was the that's right. Good I had one. to look it Good up one. too, but yeah, that's now, Frankenberry was the strawberry kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then the chocolate was the yeah Count Chocula. Yes. Okay. Okay. Very important stuff that we're dealing with here. All right, Aaron. We're about <laughs> to hear from uh, one of the most decorated Baylor golfers in history. Johnny Kiefer joins us next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my old mechanic, and that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask dad. And dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for the jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. 
When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Goki Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Goki Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Goki Family Farms, seven generations strong. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Joined now by Baylor golfer Johnny Kiefer. And, uh, Johnny, welcome back to uh, Texas. Uh, and, uh, I mean, was it was it as hot as always out there in uh, Scottsdale, or was it, uh, was it not, not quite as bad? I know those afternoon rounds can be a little tough out there. Was it actually a relief to get back to, to Texas where, honestly, it hasn't been that hot? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a different type of heat. It's not too hot out there. Um, I guess feel wise, uh, just because of how dry the heat is out there. But no, nah, it's definitely a relief to be back. Uh, it's uh, obviously could be very hot out there. Um, it could have been like a hundred or hundred and five, mm-hmm. but thankfully it was only ninety five. Um, no, but it was great. 
<laughs> do you now do you take a break now and decompress a little bit? Do you ever do you ever get away from golf or is that almost impossible for you? Like after several rounds like that, do you will you take a few days off or, or are you like right back out to the uh, driving range? Uh I like to take a day or two off, but uh I mean, it's kind of a non-stop type of thing like a day off for me would be, you know, I kind of head out there and maybe hit a few putts chip for a little bit i'm usually out there for about an hour on my off days so it's right. it's kind of time to decompress in a way but at the same time it's a nice little nice little break now what do you do to decompress are you you do so you'll binge some tv shows do you you fishing do you play some hoops what do you uh what's your uh what's your way of of getting away from golf kind of all of the above um you know i'll uh <laughs> i've actually started getting into pickleball so pickleball is pretty pretty fun <laughs> go play that with some of my friends um uh probably spend some time with my girlfriend maybe go shopping or something like that whatever uh just time away from golf is really uh yeah. really important to me and it's really nice to take a little break mental rest and uh also physical rest so yeah who's uh, whatever the best? i can find Who's the best pickleball player? Do you now you play with your girlfriend or or do you play with some of your teammates? Who's the uh I have, are you the top dog in pickleball as well as uh on the golf team? I don't think any of us are that bad. I don't think any of us are that good. Um <laughs> we're very competitive, so a lot of us will kind of want to say ourselves are the best. Um but we've got a few good athletes and we've got a, a few good pickleball players, so um, personally, my opinion, I think I'm the best, but I think if you ask them, I think they'd think they're the best as well. So kind of just have to watch us play. Does the Baylor campus have some pickleball opportunities now, like over at the slick or as y'all call it, or the, uh, like, where's the best pickleball, uh, to be played in, uh, around, uh, the Baylor campus? Uh, oh. I don't think I've actually had a chance to play pickleball at Slick. I think I've heard there is. Um, uh-huh. Usually whenever I play pickleball, it's usually, you know, we'll be uh, in San Antonio or we'll uh. be taking, you know, yeah, we'll take a few teammates down to San Antonio, play some golf courses down here. And um, yeah, I mean, but we like to go fishing around, uh, around Waco. We like to, you know, just hang out and chill, uh, maybe maybe go to the pool. So uh, there's a lot to do, and it's a lot of fun yeah. when we, whenever we can. I just saw this news about Coach McKell um, uh, headed back to uh, to Norway, and uh, Baylor wishing Coach McKell, uh, he and his family, best of luck as he heads home to Norway. Uh, I would think that's probably kind of tough. All you guys are planning to come back next season. Seems like he's been – uh, great at, at communicating and, and, uh, he's been, you know, a great advisor, uh, with, with you. What, uh, what did you, when did you get that news? And, and, uh, I, I would imagine that's kind of a tough news to, to digest after, uh, having some good years with him. Oh uh, yeah, of course it's going to be tough. Uh, I mean, losing coach Raquel, that's, he's going to be almost impossible to replace. I mean, he's just such a good coach and such a good person and, you know, hanging out with him, he's such a great guy. So funny. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be impossible to replace him. Um, but at the same time, you know, we, uh, kind of, we kind of knew, I guess about a month ago. Uh, so I guess mentally we've kind of prepared for that. Um, 
And, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's the best, it's whatever's best for him. And uh, we're all super happy for him. You know, it was a tough decision for him. Um, and obviously I think it was the best decision for him. Um, you know, going forward, I think he's going to be really happy. Him and his family are going to be really happy in Norway. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to, we'll survive. I mean, we're all really good players. We all kind of, um, can adapt to certain things, especially, uh, with coaching and, um, you know, coach for will definitely find a good fit. Now, were you always going to come back? Did you ever think this year, Hey, this might be, um, a, a time I want to think about turning pro or, or is it just always been the plan? Hey, I'm going to use this, uh, additional year and come back and play another year of college golf. It seems like more and more people are doing that and aren't as big a rush to turn pro as they once were. What, where, where's your mind been around that uh, uh, question as we talk to Johnny Keeper here on the Matt Mosley show? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it was up in the air for a little bit. Uh, I think, I think about halfway through the spring semester, I kind of decided, you know, I think it's probably best that I, take that extra year, uh, you know, learn a little bit more from coach for draw, learn a little bit more about myself on the course. Um, I'm really in no rush and kind of, I mean, I think it's going to be a good decision for me to be able to mature on and off the, off the course. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it wasn't an easy decision, but I mean, I, I'm definitely just wanted to take my time and make sure that I was making the right one. And I think I have. All right, and what was Greyhawk playing like? You, you've you been out there. I believe you have, yeah. And I, I'm just kind of wondering. I mean, it just seemed – I thought early on y'all were going to get off to an incredible start. A couple of you did. But but the whole team kind of struggled out of the gates. And how tough is that when you open with two rounds that are just not quite up to y'all's usual standards? You obviously had a great third round. But as a team – how do you deal with that mentally? Was that was that tough on you guys to get off to that slow start and then know, oh, man, now you, you kind of feel that pressure and maybe guys started to press a little bit right away? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough start. We, we obviously didn't do how we wanted. Uh, the course was really tough, so making mistakes out there was super easy. I mean, maybe you didn't have your stuff that day or, uh, I mean, maybe even just for one hole you really – didn't have your stuff. So uh, it could really slip away really quickly. And I think that happened a few times with a few of the guys and even myself, it really kind of felt like, you know, one or two holes or one or two swings, it kind of got away from me. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that, I mean, coming away from that tournament, we can all learn from Uh, seeing that course only for the first time for everyone uh, in that condition uh, with how firm and fast, it was um, at a national championship level. I think it was um, something to learn from. Obviously, we didn't play the way that we wanted, but I think going forward, hopefully being in that stage again, um, we can kind of take away from it that we're good enough to play with anyone, especially the way that, uh, or the people that we played with, the groups that we played with. But at the same time, we, have a lot to learn and a lot to improve upon. Um, we have a young team, so experience is key. So I think that's just something that we can all build upon and, uh, you know, just put in the back of our minds whenever we're practicing or uh, preparing for next year. I mean, 
it's going to be something to build upon and uh, motivate us going forward. All right, what'd you do in that round where you shot the 68? You, you kind of seemed like you freed up. You had, I think, three straight birdies at one point. In that round, did you just get in a real good place mentally? What uh, what happened with that round? Because that allowed you to move forward as an individual and was a, a tremendous round. What was it that, that kind of allowed you to uh, to have that, you know, obviously a uh, tremendous round like that? Yeah, you know, I felt like I, I didn't do anything too crazy. Um, I felt like at, at one point the putts finally started dropping, which at the beginning of the tournament and I guess throughout the other ter- other rounds, they really weren't. Um, I didn't really try and press or uh, try and get too many, force too many birdies. Uh, they just started dropping and, you know, uh, good timing too. Uh, obviously, it was pretty critical that I shot under par or um, I made it into those top nine individuals. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of the same way. I mean, we've all played summer golf and summer golf is hard and then playing at tough courses like that, you kind of just have to run into birdies. You can't really force it. Um, so I think, uh, playing upon that experience and then also, you know, finally it kind of happening, uh, really, really kind of helped, especially, uh, you know, going forward became the first ever Baylor player to make the cut in an NCAA championship as an individual. Then you went out and played as an individual that next day. What's that experience like? You're used to wanting to help your team, anchor the team, be the leader, and then you kind of just got to get it in your mind, hey, this is all about I'm, I got to do it for myself in a sense. Um, it, was it a little different mindset in that fourth round when you're out there on the course by yourself? You know, it, it, I naturally thought it would be like that. Um, you know, it felt weird not having to warm up next to teammates or, you know, seeing teammates go off in front of me or behind me. Um, I tried to make it so that it wouldn't feel that way. Um, I tried to make it feel like just, you know, just another regular tournament. Um, but it's always weird not seeing your teammates warm up next to you. Uh, but what was really comforting was seeing them on the sidelines, uh, watching, uh, supporting me, cheering me on, you know, giving me some pep talks or whatever, but it was, it was fun. I mean, uh, it was definitely a different experience. I've never experienced it like that before where, you know, you have teammates show up and just watch and, you know, help me, uh, or help support me throughout the round. Uh, it was really cool. Um, but you know, I think, I think, uh, I relate with them and hope that, you know, we don't have that situation next year and we're all pretty motivated for this upcoming year. Um, and, uh, hopefully we're all playing that last day. Johnny Kiefer, uh, Baylor men's golfer joined the Matt Mosley show ESPN central Texas. What does your summer schedule look like? What, uh, what are a couple of, uh, tournaments you're really pointing to and excited about this summer? Well, one of them is uh, Sunny Hana Amateur up in Pennsylvania. The next one is uh, uh, Northeast Amateur, which is in Massachusetts, Rhode Island. And um, and then I have Western Amateur and hopefully U.S. Amateur. So, I mean, it's a pretty packed schedule. Uh, I think for most of the summer, uh, I got a few tournaments here and there, uh, you know, back-to-back. And I don't really have that much time back at home, so it's going to be really busy I'm going to be on the road a lot. Um, but, you know, that's kind of what you see in the pro 
in the pro life. Uh, so I got to, this is the best, best way for me to prepare for the pro life. And, uh, I mean, hopefully keep gaining that experience and, um, understand kind of how they, how they live and what they do. So, um, I'm pretty excited for this summer. It's going to be busy, but it's going to be a lot of opportunities and hopefully I make the most of them. All right. What's it like when uh, you see at Texas Tech, when y'all play with them and you're and that Ludwig Aberg, who uh, is one of the top amateurs in the world. And, and obviously he'll, he's going to be a pro. Um, it, it, it's got to be kind of fun when there's a guy at that level and, and you're going, you're out there. Have you been in some, match play i was trying to think back have you ever been in match play just straight up against him and and what uh what have you kind of taken away from from being around you know a couple of players like that because they don't come around that often yeah i mean obviously they don't come around that often um i think the last time that i played against him in match play was arnold palmer cup in switzerland mm-hmm. and that was that was a a little bit of a beat down <laughs> um I, I actually, I didn't play that bad. He just played, I mean, just really that good. Uh, I mean, it just kind of helps uh, kind of take away um, every time I play against him or any time I play in the same group, kind of what he does that's so different or uh, what he does that, you know, makes him that good. And I think most of the time, whenever I play with him, I kind of hype up my hype up myself and try and play kind of like them but I think what the biggest takeaway is from whenever I get to play with them is you know they're just a little bit more mature it's not like they try and do anything special and they just kind of let it come to them as well um, they do all the work beforehand and then just you know play freely and I think uh, I think that's a big learning key and I think I finally uh, understand that now um, you know playing with a you know like Thor uh, Michael Thor Bjornsson or yeah. um, or Ludwig, obviously, uh, you know, they all do kind of the same things. They're all really good, but there's nothing that different that stands out. It's more just their maturity level, um, you know, how they play the game versus, you know, technique or uh, just how talented they are. They, a lot of them just play based off of, you know, how uh, how mature they are on the course, off the course, um, how what they do to prepare. So uh, it's kind of they're just what they are. They they're professionals living in college <laughs> college lives right now, <laughs> <laughs> like John Rom or whatever. I just yeah. it, it, does he seem like is he pretty unassuming on the course or is like somebody? Um, and obviously you're not you've played in those same deals. You're right, you know, not far off from that level. Does he? Does he have like a stare, or is he more like a like a Victor Hovland who's like smiling all the time? What is what is his demeanor like? Uh, I mean, I the best I could describe it as is it's just really calm. I don't okay. think he has the tiger stare. I don't think it's like a death stare. Um, <laughs> but I also don't think that it's very Victor Hovland like where he's smiling all the time. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's focused, but at the same time, it's very calm. Um, it's not like he gets really mad or it's not like he gets really happy all the time. Um, just super level-headed the entire time. And I think that goes with a lot of really, really good players is uh, the more level-headed you are, um, the better you play, the more clear, the more clearly you think and the more clearly you play. So, um, yeah, I mean, for people who, you know, 
slam clubs and stuff like that, usually they get on roller coasters with birdies and bogeys. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think the maturity level there, like I talked about before, is is definitely there with him. All right, and you got your equipment the way you want it now. Mike was telling me about your uh, uh, journey. <laughs> you, you you went to to get things right with your driver and everything. How do you feel about that as you go into these summer tournaments? You you kind of got that all where you want it. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I definitely struggled a little bit with uh, equipment, um, but after a little bit, I finally figured it out. I think, and uh, you know, it's it's tough having to worry about the equipment and the golf. So uh, now I only got to worry about the golf. So that's a good thing, and it, it kind of frees me up, and I'm uh, I'm excited going into this summer. So well, it, it'll congrats. be fun. Yeah, and congrats on a really uh, nice year. Bear, Bears are fortunate to have you back, and uh, that's not easy to be the number one guy tournament after tournament, but you seem comfortable with it, and I don't think you would like it any other way, and uh, and I know they'll be so happy you're coming back uh, next year. So, Johnny, I appreciate it. Have a great summer, and uh, we'll be keeping up with you at all your various uh, venues as you as you travel around the country. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bet. There he goes, Johnny Kiefer, the number one player for uh, for the Baylor Bears uh, men's golf team, and they're really he's great uh, on the women's side. Sarah Hasegawa on the men's side, Eisenhart, Drew Wrightson. I mean, um, the Dossie, Luke Dossie. Uh, it's a real Heffernan's a good player. They're really, really good. They just did not play well uh, at Greyhawk. They just went out there and nobody except for Johnny in the third round, he got it going. But uh, they, they were just, as he was talking about, Aaron, there were just some blow up holes. And it's, it's not like they were playing that poorly. And then I swear two or three of the players, at least three of them, had triple bogeys. And you just never see the, yeah, just. You never see something like that. These guys don't. They might occasionally have a double bogey. You don't see triple bogeys at this level, and they had it. Baylor had two or three guys that had that. They'll get it going, and Mike will get them going. That's tough. Coach McKell, um, who's really, really bonded, especially there's a, like certain players that he follows around that really, really respond to him well, and uh, they'll have to find somebody to replace him. It'll be a tough to replace as he heads back to Norway. It's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas. It's been a power-packed day of schedule news and Baylor basketball news. We'll start with the basketball news. We'll do it next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, part of a recent conversation with Baylor insider Jerry Hill talking about the significance of May 30th for Baylor football. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco, and these deals couldn't be any hotter. Shop the greatest selection of brand-new inventory in Central Texas and now get 10% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Stars and Laramies. That's right, or 2.9% for 72 months. The choice is yours. Shop our huge selection of new inventory today or browse online. Hurry in to the Memorial Day sales event going on now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Offer ends May 31st. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. 
Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It may not resonate with the average fan, but May 30th yesterday was a significant date for Baylor football. This was the date, actually over the weekend, that the newcomers to the Baylor football program arrived on campus. We visited with Jerry Hill about the newcomers, including four preferred walk-ons. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, we had so many come in in the spring, John, you forget that there were a bunch of signees that, you know, weren't making it into the summer because it just seems like more and more now, even the high school signees, they're skipping that last semester, yeah. graduating early and getting in in the spring. But, uh, yeah, I had 13 more uh, additions uh, this week and, and still waiting on three or four more, I think. Uh, but, yeah, a good group came in. Um, I I wanted to touch on a few of the walk-ons just because there's not a lot of information out there about mm, them. Yeah. So I thought this would be cool to do this. Jacob Redding is a safety out of New Braunfels, pretty good size, uh, unanimous first team all district. So he's, he's coming as they called him PWO preferred walk-on. So he's, he's one of those Dylan Schaub. He's a long slap, long snapper from new Waverly. And he's the son of the head coach there, Dean Schaub. Mm. Um, and if you remember, John, there was only one deep snapper in, in the spring. Right. I mean, Gar- uh, Garrison Grimes was yeah. it, yeah. you know. Um, so, you know, this gives them a, a little competition, but, a, a, you know, a guy to kind of develop and stuff. But, uh, you know, good good roots there, um, son of the head coach. So, and, and then another one with some pretty good roots, Trey Lawrence, um, third-generation Baylor Bear, linebacker out of San Antonio Reagan, um, third generation, like I said, his dad, Donnie Lawrence Jr., uh, was a linebacker here in the 1990s, and his granddad, Donnie Lawrence Sr., lettered in the early 60s. That's so, cool. Third generation guy, and I think he's excited about, about being here. And then the fourth one is Cade Tessier, uh, quarterback out of Montgomery Lake Creek High School, 6'4", 210. Um, again, they don't have a ton of depth there at quarterback, but – you know, another another good addition to that room, I think, uh, with the, with the ones uh, that went through the spring, uh, had nearly three thousand yards total offense last year, thirty two touchdowns. That's Jerry Hill of Baylor Athletics talking about some of the newcomers to Baylor football. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris, the source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam-up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. 
It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go Platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go Platinum. 70 days, no pay Platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And lots of ground to cover today. That's a really good guest. Um, there's continuing news and stories being written about the Big 12 expansion. Could it be Colorado? How close is that to happening? Big 12 getting together again. A uh, meeting's coming up in West Virginia. I don't know. I haven't even seen the agenda for those meetings, but I would guess they're happening at the world-famous Greenbrier Resort. And that's a good place to hole up and meet. It's a fun place. We do have a couple scores from you from earlier today. Uh, of course, so we had we were talking about Crawford. Crawford lost yesterday, three nothing. Great run for Crawford. Uh, West will play tomorrow night in Cleburne. We will have those games. Ward Whites will be on the call for that, and he'll be in Cleburne. I believe that game's at seven o'clock tomorrow evening. The um, and Aaron that'll be over on Shooter, uh, Shooter FM, uh, and uh, that'll be ninety three three. What'd you say, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, wait, 90, Shooter FM, yeah. Okay. That didn't sound right. But, uh, uh, okay, cool. That Shooter is where those West games are, 7, uh, seven o'clock. And, again, at Cleburne and Ward will. <laughs> I was 103.3. You were, th- okay, 90, Shooter 
shooter is what now, Aaron? 93-9, is that right? <laughs> yes, okay. that's correct. Okay, okay. I was, uh, yeah, 92-9. shooter FM. <laughs> All right, and that's where you could hear that. Uh, that's where you could hear that game tomorrow night. Um, I love all that golf talk we were just doing and uh, some some good golf talk and lots going on. Uh, oh, the games I was going to get you caught up on, though. Rangers lose to the Tigers 3-2. to two. Now, there's still been a really good road trip for them, and uh, they just kept winning uh, series after series. They'll be home. They'll open up against Seattle on Friday. They'll have an off day tomorrow. Today... Dunning went out there. He had been, he suffered the loss. He'd been unbelievable, averaging 14 pitches per inning, which is good, which is really good. And it, 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 like the third inning, he was up around 24, 25 pitches, maybe more. He was laboring a little bit. One of those other innings had 19 pitches. He, he did kind of hang in there and pitch into the sixth inning, and so he got in and out of trouble. Uh, and, of course, they brought the bullpen in, and the bullpen, it's the one negative thing for the Rangers. Immediately, Jonathan Hernandez comes in. Dunning leaves. He, he got through five innings, gave up seven hits, three earned runs. But he left, and it was the game was still like, uh, I, I think he left, and it was maybe – two to one or two to two and Hernandez comes in he's gets a he's got an O2 count and bases are loaded I think it was and he and he just lets the guy I mean he just throws one right down the middle and they get a sacrifice fly out of it now he escaped and I think they were only down like three to one when he got out of that inning but still it was it was like one to one at the beginning of that inning, and uh, Dane Dunning um, just went in there and uh, it just kind of fought. Ninety-eight pitches through five innings, got out there into the sixth inning. Sixth inning, they had to bring Jonathan Hernandez. He gets he goes one third of an inning, gives up two hits. Um, Burke did come in, Brock Burke. And got a couple of strikeouts and actually got him out and preserved. And then LeClerc actually pitched okay late. Burke really did a nice job. Gave up two hits, two strikeouts, um, inning in two-thirds. But the Rangers lose the game. And, you know, from a standings, um, I was just trying to look real quick. The um, standings, I mean, you know, Houston's tough. Houston has just kind of continued to knock at the door. Houston now is two and a half games back of the Rangers. All right. Listen to this, Aaron. Rangers now 35 and 20. They have a run differential of plus 131. Astros, who are only two and a half games back of the Rangers, have a run differential of plus 55. Not even close to the Rangers, but still only two and a half games back of the Rangers, and they're 32 and 22. Now, the good news is Rangers will have a weekend series against Seattle. They have a really long homestand coming up, and then I think the Cardinals come in at some point. That'll be kind of fun. Cardinals sitting not that good right now, 25 and 32 on the season. Cardinals will come into town. Always fun 
when one of the signature teams in the majors comes in to your home ballpark. Uh, Houston, uh, right now, Seattle is 28-27, seven games back uh, from the Rangers. All right? And then scores around the uh, the uh, majors today, uh, the bottom of the eighth, Nationals up 8-6 over the Dodgers. You may have heard some Dodgers news involving sort of off-the-field type stuff. I won't get too far into that right now other than Clayton Kershaw stood up and told uh, told management how much he didn't appreciate somebody they were honoring that he thought was making fun of Christians, uh, Catholics in, in, uh, in particular. Again, we won't go too far down that path. Pirates beat the Giants today 9-4, to and then the Tigers, of course, beat the Rangers. Now, in this Baylor news, Aaron, uh, I you know, I, the first big bit of news is that Adam Flagler is, is leaving Baylor. He is staying in the NBA draft. I always hate saying it that way, Aaron, because now we say they're staying, and it makes people think, oh, they're staying in school. No, he's staying in the draft. I think part of the thing is he just was good in the at the combine. He's been good at these try you know in some of the uh, camps that they've had and, and, and just some of the uh, he's been invited for some uh, I think he was at the Pacers maybe in the last 24 hours. He's been at some different places. I know I know Bridges has been at some different places. Jalen Bridges, Baylor thought and had some hope that maybe they could get. Flagler back it would have been huge it would have been enormous for the Bears it would have put them probably up around a top 10 type team right now they're kind of barely hanging on the top 20 uh, because Flagler has decided to stay in the NBA draft today was the deadline and he's not coming back to Baylor Um, could they have done more on the NIL front I don't know I don't know I mean, I, I really do think Baylor's gotten better with the NIL, and they're trying, and, and I don't know if that's what I, – I don't think it totally came down to that. I think Flagler knew it was kind of time. He had already said that, and he's getting good feedback, and he's starting to hear that he's a second-round draft pick. Now, not all second-round draft picks are built the same. Sometimes guys get take a second round. They get to play a lot. Sometimes they get put on two-way contracts. I mean, Kendall Brown from Baylor ends up in uh, second-round pick for the Pacers and barely got to play at all this season. It was on kind of a two-way deal, and I think probably deep down has to regret a little bit. If the Bears could have gotten an NIL deal with him, you know, they, he could have maybe come back, and he didn't do much for the Pacers. I don't know what the case will be like for Flagler. I've already heard NBA teams and saw it discussed today, play people that would be interested in him. Now, good news, bad news. On, so on another front, Jalen Bridges is not going into the NBA. He's decided to stay in school. I think it's good. I think it's a good idea. Uh, he'll either come back to Baylor or he'll go to this Australian NBL. Now, that's a place where big-time, unbelievable uh, seniors in high school go when they want to make some money, but they don't want to do the NIL, don't want to do the college thing, and they'll go play there. And there have been some unbelievable players that have been drafted out of that. Not a lot, but a few have gone that route. They usually go straight from high school to that NBL. 
and this would be very unusual to play three seasons of uh, or four seasons of um, of of college ball, and and then and then make that move. I mean, it's just really a strange situation, and he's thinking about that now. He may be on the fence a little bit, and who knows? Baylor may be he may be hoping that he can get a little more NIL money from the Bears to return. I mean, Baylor needs to know. They need to get their roster set. There's a 6'11 player, I believe I was reading about Aaron, from North Dakota State named Grant Nelson, who averaged 17 and 10, tremendous player, North Dakota State. He's the best left on the board. When it comes to um, when it comes to transfer portal, Caleb Love made his decision. Aaron, I believe we decided Caleb went to Arizona, Arizona, right? Yeah, and he went. He became a Wildcat, and so the Bears really would love to get under this Grant Nelson. But they say I was looking around on Twitter today, and they say he's waiting to see what Jalen Bridges decides to do. Boy, this puts the Bears in a really tough spot. If Bridges, and again, they they want Bridges back, but they need to know something. And now Bridges has decided, okay, I'm not going to the NBA, but I'm also going to think about this Australian situation. And this news came from Jonathan Giovanni, who who covers, uh, oh, he's covered for ESPN, and he does a ton of the... uh, of the scouting and that kind of thing and monitors a lot of these European prospects. But I, I don't know. Aaron, I, I just got to say, been a rough day for Baylor basketball. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I don't think we should be shocked at the Flagler news. I just felt like the longer it went and him waiting till the end, that it gave me more and more hope that he might come back. Now it feels like with Jalen Bridges, I would say it's 60-40 that he's back at Baylor. The 40 would be that he goes and does this thing in Australia. I mean, I think more than ever, this is a cry, uh, and, and Scott will have to do this as he goes around and talks to different groups, but this is more reason why the Bears have to continue to try to do well in NIL. I mean, Baylor's got incredible culture. They can tell you about the unbelievable NBA prospects that they have. Keontae George is going to be a lottery play, a pick, probably. Um, the uh, but year before, uh, Sohan came in, not projected to even be an NBA player right away. He was not supposed to be a one-and-done player. He ends up becoming a lottery pick and is now one of the future stars for the Spurs. That should be, Aaron, back in the day, Back three or four years ago, that was enough right there to recruit on. That was a great recruiting uh, pitch that you could make. Now it's the the NIL has changed everything, and uh, and that that's this the uh, that's the way it's going right now, and it's uh, it's frustrating. I mean, it really. It really is um, and for the Bears. But uh, you know what? They'll have to rally, and they'll have to get this thing back together. And, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking right now, for instance, um, after the transfer dust has settled now, Aaron, uh, Joe Lenardi came out today with his latest bracketology. 
Aaron, would you like to guess who the new number one in the country when it comes to the number one overall seed as of May 31st? Kansas. Any guesses? Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas Jayhawks. Last team in? Boise State. Uh, I'm looking at all the bubble teams. Kansas State's on the bubble. Texas Tech's on the bubble. Oklahoma State's in the bubble. Let's see if he's – now, he has not, since the Flagler news, I don't think he's moved the Bears down or up. He's got the University of Texas with a three seed, TCU with an eight seed, the Bears right now a seven seed. <laughs> Aaron, I love say, I love to tell people this. In the Charlotte, okay, they would open in in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> next year. I love that we're already talking like this on May thirty first. Right now, the Big Twelve would land seven teams in the uh, in the NCAA tournament: Big Ten eight, SEC eight. All right, good stuff there. Uh, we've got to now say good night. The dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is sixteen sixty a.m. FM and 100.9 FM. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Dozens of 2023 Buicks are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Car Buick. Ranked number one overall brand for new vehicle quality by J.D. Powers, Buick offers a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape and premium drive of a Buick on a test drive today at Richard Car. Right now, save 3000 on a 2023 Buick Enclave. Plus, well-qualified buyers get 2.9% financing and no payment for 90 days. At Richard Car, we give you more. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Time to say goodnight to you. Earlier in the day, we've been talking college basketball. Adam Flagler, if you've missed the rest of the show, we've talked a lot about it, but Adam Flagler is going to the NBA. Today was the deadline. Jalen Bridges is not going to the NBA, but it's not certain he'll return to Baylor. That's the hope. But uh, it looks like he's Australia is at least in the uh, in in his consideration. Really hope he rejoins the Bears. Earlier today, Ron Holland, the number two ranked senior in uh, high school basketball class 2023, who decommitted from Texas in late April, probably because DeSue and some others decided to come back. Uh, has elected to play for the G League Ignite team next season. Um, That's produced the likes of Jalen Green, who I was talking about earlier, Scoot Henderson, big-time players since its inception in 2020. I like to see the guys obviously play college basketball. I understand why they do the G League. They can just kind of work on their skills. They can actually get paid. Uh, certainly you can get paid at the collegiate level, and Texas would have paid him well. I, 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 I hate the decision, but, you know, I understand why they do it, uh, why players do that, and uh, we'll see how Ron Holland, if he uh, takes a leap. I don't think NBA teams look down on that. Uh, I don't think being with Ignite, although I think playing the NCAA tournament – and playing in tough environments does help in the evaluation process. And uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. And then Toshibwe, who is so great for Kentucky, does plan to stay in the NBA draft. That news went out earlier today. In fact, just a little while ago. And I wanted to bring that to you. Hope everybody has a tremendous evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 4 o'clock sharp. Good night, everybody. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's John Morris.